exactly you expect my head to go when you look at me it's like i lose control i know that you're to blame when you say my name when you say my name yeah look at you walking all around just acting like you do making everyone think you Welcome to the Best Friends Fancast and Allison Rosen Fan Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Lisa Lowry. And I am one of your hosts, Rafael Marquez Castaneda. This week we will talk about the Monday show with Sarah Marshall and the Thursday show, Jenna's Family Fruit Farm, Al's Email Tips, Daniel's Hernia. But first, little Rafi, how are you? I am doing okay. I just okay. got back from a wonderful evening with superfan Megan and her fiance Jess. We watched football, played Madden, had tacos and breakfast burritos. Ooh. It was life over there. Quite nice. How are you doing, Elizabeth? I'm doing very well. I'm just coming off of uh watching having a sleepover with little baby Gracie, not so baby anymore. And uh, the kids had a friend over, so we stayed up late and did ev- just everything. We did bubbles, chalk, hide-and-go-seek, pizza, dancing, movies, coloring. Uh, what did the kids do, though? <laughs> they knew to leave me alone. <laughs> oh, God. But So it was a lot of fun. It was, it was great to see her, and she's growing up, but she's just very sweet, and it was a lot of fun. Lots of fun. So... Last week, little Rafi, you ha- had remembered after we stopped recording something you wanted to mention. You wanted to bring up a topic, and I believe it was New Year's resolutions that you may have remembered. Oh, I did not remember at all, but I did go back and listen. Okay. On one episode, you were talking about how you we were saying something about resolutions, and you said, oh, it's great because we could just go back and hear what we Mm. said. Mm -hmm. So I did just that because I run out of podcasts at work pretty quickly. And it's sad that you're going back and listening to our shows. (laughs) Actually, I did that the other day, and I'm like, this is fun. (laughs) (laughs) So maybe I'm sad, too. Well, anyway, I went back, and on this episode, we had Ray Morgan and Luke as well. Mm. And here were... Some resolutions. Ray said, lose weight and play more bass. I wonder if he did that. Is he all about that bass? (laughs) Luke said, start a podcast that's like a news show for his community, but from the expat perspective. Uh I said, eat better and exercise more, but Mm. I don't actually make resolutions. So, Oh, your own loophole. Got it. Yeah, and I did definitely did not do that. <laughs> and one Elizabeth Lowry said, lose 10 more pounds. Oh. Did you do that? Um, I would have to look. I definitely, I lost, but then I gained more. So right now, I'm probably down five from that. And I want to lose 10 more now. 
So today I met a mark that I want to lose 10 right now. So um, no, yes, halfway. <laughs> okay. You have an eating disorder also. I do you not. Said, <laughs> you Why do you said, say that? Because I want to lose 10 more? Because it doesn't matter what the number is. You're like, well, I think I could lose 10, It's not the number. More. It's I think I want that number. And then when I see how I look, then I'm like, okay, it's not that right number. You're like, no, I have to go down 10 more. This is body dysmorphia. Well, and what it really is, stop. is I want to lose, it's not pounds. I want to lose inches. So I have like five more inches to lose. So I don't know how many pounds that is. <laughs> There's some guys that would kill for those five <laughs> inches. I've met them. <laughs> you're trying to lose. I may have met a couple. Um, your next one said, say yes to more. Lisa, mm. have you done that? I have done that. I have done that. I that, disagree. No, here's the, I have. I've been going out a lot more. And I've also been the person asking people to go out too. So it's both ways because we missed out on so much. And okay, I thought, Sadie I'm gonna, Hawkins. And I'm going <laughs> to, as long as you wear matching clothes with me, then we're good. Um, no, but you, yeah, I've been saying yes and going out during the week, on the weekends. Like I've been making it work and it's been awesome to take advantage of finally being able to go out. Because, you know, we didn't always have that. I think Drake has a lyric about this. If I can oh remember God. it, I'm going to insert it here. Zip. Because ever since I left the city, you started wearing less and going out more. Glasses of champagne out on the dance floor. The next one you said was mm, be more. monetarily independent. Mm, definitely have done that. Not. Uh, <laughs> well, you started at uh, my fans account, so... <laughs> <laughs> and not to mention all the ads we sell on Allison's show. That you is know, true. all those BFF codes, that's coming straight into our pockets, baby. Corporate that account. is true. Uh, you also said be proactive in making plans. You claim you have done mm, that. I have. I have been doing that. And the last one you said, start another podcast. Ooh. What the fuck are you thinking? You, in what way? <laughs> Why? <laughs> There's... 30 million of these fucking things already. Because we barely have enough time to do this one. And, that is and you're true. over there like, yeah, I'm sick of this shit. I'm, I'm no. on to the next. <laughs> no, that's why I haven't done it because this one takes such a lot of time. But also, I have been held back a little bit because there are so many other ones. But I don't want that to be my hold back. I feel like I really enjoy doing this and I want to do another one. I have other ideas and I would like to put, you know gotta put all of this knowledge out there for people just kidding no i just it's you know it's fun and uh that's uh, that's what it no but i have not obviously done that but i have i think also because i haven't figured out which direction i want to go but if i do one of them it's going to be very serious and very therapeutic but also probably pretty deep but but i would probably have more more time to do it because it would just be me by myself zip <laughs> just kidding mm. <laughs> Um, so I, I guess I did pretty well for myself considering 2021 was a real pile of shit. Uh, yeah. It was one Look of my worst, you. my worst years in a long time. And, and then also the world being pretty horrible. So. And yet again, I have to disagree. <laughs> in what way? I mean, I think this year, this past year is pretty great. Of course you you guys, cool. you, you guys, you had the exact opposite experience that I did. It's almost like uh, Jerry, even Steven, yeah. you know, one of his friends is up and one goes down. Yep. And I said, and I thought, oh my God, I'm George. <laughs> <laughs> 
I gotta keep like kicking you down. I gotta sabotage your life so I continue in my upward trajectory. Thank you for that. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. Well, it's working because your life is just taken right off, and mine is in the shitter. No, I'm just kidding. It's getting better, but 2021 was really, really tough. Really, really tough. Um, anyway, do we have any BFF hotline calls? We have one text mm. message, okay. and it is from 610 Till I Die, and it says, Grapes with seeds? Oh, please. <laughs> Thank you for that text message. If you would like to send in a message or a voicemail, 818-BFF-0732. I feel like that's the only thing that we even need to say about that topic, even when it comes up on Thursday, because, yeah, that's it. That's about it. No. Um, do you have any shout outs? Only two, Megan and Jess. It really feels like it's been quite a while since I've seen them. Even longer since we spent good quality time together. And uh, we made plans to hang very soon again. So, uh, yeah, I'm uh, very happy about it. Lisa? Yes, sir? Do you have any shout-outs? I do. Shout-out to the TNC. Shout-out to East Coast Jen. Uh, It's so much fun chit-chatting about Gilmore Girls. Shout out to Scott Marquez, Tamara Holler, Trace, Bruce by Dawn, Ray Morgan, Leanne, Z, Mary Jane, Tim, Ulysses, Dr. Angela, LK, Dr. J, and one Todd Perry and Allison Rosen. And you know why. <laughs> um, they're enjoying the slideshow that Lauren made. And I also extra shout out to Lauren for making that amazing sh- slideshow uh, of the clip from Upworthy Weekly. Uh, it's been a lot. Of t- this morning, Twitter was so much fun. But uh, yeah, it's great. So Todd, uh, listen to Allison's show and then come on our show. Be you know, inse- I, be incepted by us. <laughs> you know, I'm not so sure if we should be aiming for him right now. We still got to get Daniel. We still got to get Tony. We still got to get Allison. We still got to get Ken Reed. It would be my dream to have Jackie motherfucking Johnson oh God, on here. You think she would slum it? No, that's why it's a dream. Mm. Okay, well, I mean, we just got to start asking, I guess. Even though, I mean, I have asked a couple of those people and they have said yes, but it's just, you know, it's in the works. It's in the works. Delayed a little. Mm-hmm. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, so our BFF group recording is coming up. Get it on your calendars, people. February 25th to through 27th. Um, hit me up. I'll give you some, some deets. Just over a month away. I know. It's crazy. It's it's uh, it's going to be fun. I'm going to have to start putting together a menu. We'll do some of the carbs that have been read over the past year and um, probably some other fun stuff I'll think of. But, yeah, I'm excited about it. Always good to have a sleepover. Leanne, come on out. Yeah. Um, Laura Broder, come on out. Michelle Smith, uh, want to see you here. Lee Bruns, get on your hog. Sorry. <laughs> Zip. Uh, but yeah, any and all welcome. Uh, Todd Perry, hey, head over. Jason Dix, Jason jump Dix, on the Metro. Dude, get your butt down here quite quickly. Okay, shall we talk about Monday? Yes. Okay, Sarah Marshall was on. Allison called her a juggernaut. And I love that Sarah knew exactly what 
juggernaut meant. I would never have got, gotten that as quickly as she did. But have you, do you think you would have ever, ugh, have you ever been called a juggernaut in life, Lil Rafi, in anything that you've done? Oh my fucking God. <gasps> what happened? I opened Miriam Webster to look up the definition of juggernaut and the fucking word of the day is juggernaut. Stop it. Stop it right now. I am deadly serious. That is and it says That is juggernauts. <laughs> <laughs> it says a juggernaut is a massive force, campaign, movement or object that crushes whatever is in its path. And you said, have I ever been called that? Mm -hmm. What are you insinuating? That I don't exercise and eat well <laughs> enough? Are you trying no. to say that I just crush everything in my path with my... Uh, oh my gosh, I, that is, <laughs> that's not t twisting a word and completely turning into something else. Uh, so is that a no then? <clears throat> uh, yeah, that is correct. <laughs> Lisa, have you ever been called a juggernaut? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> that laugh when you said jug <laughs> that made me laugh. <laughs> no i have not um definitely not but i mean that what jeff a, get that drop zip <laughs> why stop with the zips lisa keep with the keep with the jugs and not the zips uh no loose zips sink ships <laughs> Are you there? Are you there? Did you, God, did it's, you hang it's up? me, Margaret. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Yes, this is all good. Um, so, actually, Trice turned me on to this, her podcast, You're Wrong About. And she has a fascination with remembering or being told history wrong and finding out the truth. Things that formed you that you find out is like, oh, wait, that's not even true. Or maybe you're just remembering it wrong. Uh, and talking about 90s TV was her friend being raised by horrible TV, which I totally related to. Have you listened to this show? No. And I'm always surprised when I learn of a podcast like this or you will remember this. Mm. And, you know, people tell me like, oh, that show is so good. And, you know, it's got a gazillion downloads. And I, I've never heard of the person, never heard of the show, never even crossed my mind Whoa. that this existed I have only listened to a couple of episodes because I just I don't have time to listen to podcasts. But I I definitely subscribed as soon as Trey said to check it out, and it was cool. I liked it. I didn't remember who she was. Have you ever had something from history come back where you feel like you were taught one thing and it was actually completely false? American history, <laughs> or remembering something wrong that you always thought was true? Yeah, I was gonna say there's like everything in the textbooks that we had growing up. Um. Yeah, apparently. Yeah, did you know that George Washington was not the first president? And you know that Barack Obama was not the first black president? These are all things that we have never been told. Thank God um, for TikTok. Um, wh what? <laughs> Look into it. Uh, no, thanks. I, I don't know how to access the QAnon websites, but... Um, Why would that be QAnon? We should stop repressing and, and have our real true history being told. Uh, I'm about to start reading this book. It's called Six Black Presidents. What? This sounds yeah. uh, ridiculous. Sounds I don't believe good. it. Gotta shed the light on some stuff, man. Stop believing what you're told. It's awakening time. Um. Uh, yeah, I forgot what the original question was, so I'm just going to ask it oh, back yeah. to you, Lisa. 
Oh, pretty much that stuff. Like everything. Remembering things differently. And mostly just no. I maybe, but the being told certain things where you just believe it, believe it, believe it. And then when you have then when you come to certain knowledge and then you have kids and they go through school and they're learning some wrong history, it's like, oh, no, that's not exactly how things are going. Luckily, they see through a lot of the stuff without me even having to say anything. Like just interesting things that some of their teachers still are saying where I'm like okay cool I gotta unlearn I gotta unlearn that and yeah <laughs> glad we're paying so much money for this private school oh yeah that reminds me here's a lie I was told uh, mm. that I was an intelligent child <laughs> stupid idiot who told you that come on like <laughs> half of my teachers growing up <laughs> bunch of fucking phony balonies Please, you're an, intelligent, you're an intelligent adult, but no thanks to them, Pop. <laughs> <sighs> Sarah was talking about repressed memories and wishing that your brain could be, can work like just rewinding a tape. And how interesting would that be? There's so much stuff that I would love to, I was just talking about that with someone today. Just, I don't have videos or pictures of every single thing that I did as a kid, like everybody now does. Not that I could, would love that so much, but it would be so cool to just go back and see, relive certain things. But how crazy that our brain just is like, no, nah, you're good. <laughs> well, one of my favorite episodes of Black Mirror is the one where you can get like some eye implant or some shit where basically your eyes are like <gasps> a video yes. recorder. And then you just That's like right. rewind and then, you know, he sees his wife is like flirting with the guy or whatever. And on the one hand, it sounds like, oh, God, I wish I could, like, rewind because I, you know, whatever. Like, you just forget some little thing. You're like, oh, mm -hmm. God, I wish I could just re rewind to see what I forgot. But in reality, I think uh, it's a double-edged sword, at least. You're going to end up finding out that uh, uh, the barista at Starbucks uh, put eye drops in your in coffee. coffee. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> that too. <laughs> okay. Well, you asked for yeah. extra cream, right? Oh, brother. <laughs> right. On matter of fact. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So this whole Tanya Harding thing, I didn't realize that there's different. I need to listen to her podcast and I need to listen to more of this. But I love finding out the truth and seeing things where it's like, why are we told one thing, fed something, and then we just believe it. It's like, okay. And then this the media monster just changes something into becoming truth and it just... Uh, I, I don't know. Yeah, her podcast sound, sounds really interesting. Um, I don't know why I can't bring myself to listen to this kind of show because mm, really, I could be I could be learning so much while I'm at work, but instead I'm like listening to, you know, quote unquote Watches. comedians, just oh, cracking right. wise about God knows what. Oh yeah, it's called the BFF Fancast. Mm hmm. So she also talked about the fact that we're always, and I, I feel like many people do this, I feel like almost everybody, we're always checking in on old characters from TV shows or movies that we've seen in the past. And why is that? And I know somebody posted something about this. I think it was, oh, speaking of that, Kelly Lundquist, shout out to you. She posted some meme about people that rewatch shows are people that are, have anxiety. So it's like a comforting, something that comforts you. And I just wonder why... 
I mean, all these reboots keep coming back and everybody's like chomping at the bit to see all this stuff because we do want to relive all of this and revisit. Like Sex in the City or whatever, like that stuff that they were talking about. Wait, so I have not been listening to anything you said because I googled the six black presidents and I found something that says, uh, what determines if a person is black or of African descent? In the 19th and 20th centuries, the standards for determining one's race was one drop of black blood. And the person, the, the six people they have here are Thomas Jefferson, Andrew Jackson, Abraham Lincoln, Warren Harding, Calvin Coolidge, and Dwight D. Eisenhower. Are these the presidents of which you speak, Elizabeth? Yes. <laughs> well, let me tell you, these motherfuckers <laughs> are not black. These are the whitest whites I've ever seen. These look like a pristine pair of Calvin Klein undies. Have you seen the new movie that just came out called Passing? Excuse you. Don't dismiss people and their culture and their heritage, man. <laughs> Actually, it's not their culture. They totally abandoned culture. Lisa. Yes, sir. Are you trying to get canceled? <laughs> I, I'm just trying to embrace everybody. Okay. Let me tell you, those are not white. Or those are not white men. Those are not black people. Those are white men. What I asked you is, if do, do you go back and revisit characters on TV and just regurgitate old shows and old characters. Is this something that you do? And why do you think you do it if you do? And why I do you think people do it? I mean, I guess I do because I watch Seinfeld every now and then. And yeah, yeah, I but guess that's true. Yeah. I think she was like saying that, like the way they had sex in the city mm -hmm. and then. Years after the show ends, the movie comes out, and then years after that, this other show comes out. So unless they like reboot Seinfeld, then not in the way she means. But right, I do often okay. go back and rewatch things that I love, of course. Yeah, I do that with Gilmore Girls, with Twin Peaks. Um, but also when both of those shows got a reboot, I was super excited about it, even though I already went into it knowing or thinking I was going to get let down just because it usually happens that way. And, and I was actually not as disappointed as i thought i would be so but getting that dynamic back is and trying to relive that all that is just kind of hard to grasp hard to attain uh anything else from monday before anything else before monday before we do uh whitney sees cues anything else before monday before I've, we do i don't know what i'm saying lisa you anything have got something on your mind I do, and you can't focus on what's in front of you you gotta anything, be in the moment okay anything else from monday before we do whitney sees cues absolutely right not time? okay <laughs> <laughs> i'm losing my mind okay it's Whitney C's cues. She's got the cues that never fail to start a good convo. She ain't shy. She's not afraid to push the envo. It's Whitney C. Whitney C. Whitney C's cues. It's Whitney C. Whitney C. Whitney C's cues. Whitney C wants to know what is something that somebody told you one time, like an offhanded remark that they probably don't even remember because it just wasn't that serious, but it really stuck with you and you think about it all the time. This is inspired by, first of all, yes, my real life experience because all my questions are, but also Allison talked about on her show how she had a sleepover when she was young um, or one of her friends had a sleepover and the next morning 
the dad made parfaits and he made some comment about the parfait and she thinks about that all the time. This might have been during the strawberry hating discussion. I can't quite remember. Anyway, my dad once made a comment to me about how people really overuse dish soap and he was like, in reality, and he squirted just a small amount of dish soap in the sink of dirty dishes that I was about to wash and he was like, this, this much soap will clean all these dishes. <laughs> just like the and commercial. now that I'm an adult and I wash my own dishes. I know that the amount of dish soap he was using was ridiculously small. Anyway, every time I go to touch dishes to wash them, I think about my dad indicating to me how people use way too much dish soap when they wash dishes. What about you? That is such a great question and something that I would not off the top of my head be able to think of something except I can only relate this to Allison's show is JMO's. Um, over the years, I will hear, like, I'll think about whoever sent some JMO if something I do during the day reminds me of, like, if something I did that was a JMO that was read or something like that. It will always be like, oh, yeah, Ray Morgan said this about whatever, and I just remember this, or you know what I mean? Like, that that kind of stuff definitely sits with me permanently. But um, but that is so funny about the about the dish soap. Uh, how, what about you, Rafi? Specifically about uh, dish soap, I I do think that people use too much, and I, you know, I buy the Dawn concentrated one, so I feel like I always think about that as well. But mm, mm-hmm. no one uses more goddamn laundry detergent than a fucking Mexican. My <laughs> mother. Oh, I she, smell it in the neighborhoods. That fabuloso. Oh Good lordy, I'm walking you past the house. I'm like. <laughs> And the funny thing is Fabuloso is like floor cleaner, but goddamn Mexicans put yes. it in with their laundry detergent too. Yes. And then Suavitel, which is like the Mexican fabric softener, yes. they fucking pour that shit by the gallon also. <laughs> it's If you're not like becoming nauseous from putting on a t-shirt, like you, I think it's you didn't use enough. I think it's pronounced noxious. <laughs> <laughs> but something that someone said to me that I think about all the time and I feel like I've mentioned it on here before when I was I had gotten my permit to be a truck driver and my last job they were training me like on the job basically where I was the hostler which is the person that just moves the trailers into the doors and out of the doors oh, new aka are you kidding me <laughs> so and, good and the the other hostler guy who was just watching me he told me because I had to like cross the street from one side of the warehouse to the our other warehouse across the street. And he told me, don't let anyone rush you. He's like, fuck them. Like they could beep all they want. And it doesn't matter what I do now. I think don't let anyone rush you, whether I'm driving, mm. if I'm on the motorcycle, especially because cars think that you can drive the same way a car does, but you can't. <laughs> so if like someone is speeding and they're on my ass and I have to like come to like, I had to slow the fuck down to make a, a turn or something compared to what a car could do. I just had to be like, I don't care if they get pissed off. Like they're going to honk at me or they're going to fucking fly past me if they have to, but don't let anyone rush you. And I think about that all the time. That's a pretty good one. I will probably remember something by the time, I post this on Instagram and Facebook, but um, great question, Whitney. Always great. Oh, and shout out to you, by the way, 
And oh yeah, BK, shout out to BKO. Hello. Shout out to Matt and Whitney because they both texted me separately, like a day apart. I was asking about the lock that hashtag Al uses, mm. where you can program codes and like lock it uh, wirelessly and whatnot. And they both told me that it's the Yale slash Google Home uh, deadbolt lock thingy. And I looked mm. it up, and it looks pretty cool. That's awesome. Wow. Okay. Okay, shall we talk about Thursday? God, yes. We got places to go, Lise. Mm -hmm. So, we had Jenna, Al, and Jeff on the show. It was Legacy, almost, minus uh, Gray Keller and Daniel. Uh, so, awesome to hear them. Uh, we were her little bagel chips sent in by Rochelle Kinchi on Patreon. Um, I love Sounds bagel. like she's a carb. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> Great name. Uh, better than the carb. Uh, my <laughs> <laughs> The garlic bagel chips are... Mwah. That was an Italian kiss, and it was delish. But um, interesting carb choice. It was an Italian kiss? Like the kiss of death? Oh, not that one. Oh, I see. <laughs> it was a chef's kiss. Not like Chef Italian. Boyardee. <laughs> not an gotcha. Italian kiss. What is wrong with me? Wow. Lisa thinks all chefs are Italian and <laughs> all Italians are chefs. I, it's not racist, but it's not not racist. <laughs> I've got Italian kisses on the brain. <laughs> okay. I have to say, Jeff, Colonel Jeff Fox, fucking bringing it. His drop game was amazing. The Daniel interactive bit that they did was hilarious because Daniel wasn't actually able to be there. But... It's almost as if he was. Um, yes. It's always great when Jeff is on and someone else isn't because he gets to unleash all the drops <laughs> that we haven't heard in ages. Yes. And I was just like, oh, man. I, You know, at first when Jeff left, that was like one of the biggest things. Like, oh, man, I'm going to miss the drops. We need to find someone that can learn those or someone who knows them. And then I slowly just kind of, you know, you forget a little bit or, or a lot of it. And then with him on, it's like, damn, I fucking miss them all being on. But I just really miss the drops and the whole the whole thing. It was very it was very enjoyable. Yes, it was. So exclamation points were revisited this week. And I feel like. I feel like Al just needs to have a, a po an etiquette podcast because everything he says is like, man, I feel like all of our lives would just be so much more. Uh, what's the word? Not. Uh, shit. Complicated? Like, smooth? Just, everything he does just makes sense. Uh, give me just, like, 35 examples. <laughs> I'll get back to you on that. I'll post that up in the uh, Facebook group. <laughs> Along with the answer to my question. <laughs> and he makes Jenna's life more seamless. I mean, he's just an all-around good dude. Yes, we could all stand to be a little more like Al. Amen. So, yes, please, or oh, please, grapes with seeds. Mm, yes, please. What? Just kidding. I'm not a fucking nut job. <sighs> I was about to just end it permanently. Why is Allison buying these at all? I have no idea. It's, I mean, is it the money? I mean, I, we can send her a check. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Here's the thing, when you it 
a seed in, in a in a grape completely ruins your mouth feel the taste it ruins the entire grape and sometimes i have gotten them by accident because they're not always the big globe grapes sometimes they're the other ones and i've gotten them and it's like i'm just going to power through and hope but it's like this bitter it makes your tongue dry and itchy at the same time for some reason the whole thing is the experience is horrible if you had to get rid of one of these which would it be okay watermelon seed Mm -hmm. grape seed Mm -hmm. or cherry pit uh grape seed watermelon seed does not bother me even though i get seedless if it's there at least it doesn't change the flavor it's kind of like okay well there it is kind of sucks but you just spit them out like the cartoons where it's like a machine gun pretty much (laughs) okay and the cherry pits i do the same thing actually I will spit those. Like, we used to just sit on the porch and, like, we'll all have all, like, just chow down on cherries <laughs> and just spit. <laughs> so white trash. That's why there's, like, 45 cherry trees yeah. in your front yard yes, now. That is why. Do, okay, so bunk beds. Uh, it is funny how they're pretty much death traps. And I think every child growing up in the 70s and 80s that had bunk beds has a, at least one story about either themselves or somebody else. And I definitely have. And I remember we would just, like, I don't we didn't have railings on ours so you just we would just be jumping off like put capes on and like you know pillowcases as capes and we were supermaning off that thing all of the time and I remember falling off of it once when I was sleeping which is weird because I don't move when I sleep but I guess I was at the time but I went towards the wall so I just bounced like pinballed down and I, I I'm pretty sure I hurt my wrist pretty bad but it was like okay well that's fun but I didn't really have my brother had bunk beds. So at a, a certain point, I moved into his room because we we're like, let's have forts every night and let's look at our garbage pail kid cards and build Legos. <laughs> I think my friend who was an only child had a bunk bed for oh, some sad. reason. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I have no experience with them. But I do oh. know that they're great because it leaves so much room for activities. It does. But activities. <laughs> um, so the other thing is, wow. when I was a kid, I thought it was great. But when I was a nanny, uh, one of the kids had bunk beds. And when I had to change the sheets, it's a nightmare. A nightmare. to That fitted sheet, forget about it. You're just scraping up your hand and like scr- crushing yourself. It's just not good. Not good. Mm. But they've made them much more safe, much more fun. The one with like the full bed underneath that she was talking about, the one with the, the stairs. I mean, like this is all much fun, you know, a lot of fun. I my kids had they shared a room um, at our old house for a few years, and so bunk beds, of course, because our house was tiny. And um, I don't think they had any issues. Not 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 a one. They had the railings and everything was all safe. But I definitely slept on the bottom bunk a few times with them, and I did not. I, that made me claustrophobic. But then I didn't want to be on top either, so I don't know. But, but I've already told woman. You, but I've already told you that story. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you don't know what happens to thighs, okay? <laughs> wow, uh, I guess I don't. No, you don't. What what happens? Enlighten it's me. A lot more work <laughs> than just rolling over on somebody, okay? It's it's not my fault. You're skipping leg day. <laughs> You're only plus working buys and ha- tries. Plus, I have some other issues, too, that might, you know, go with it. But whatever. Not issues. It's not a bad thing. But, like, <laughs> sometimes it's too good. <laughs> oh, my God. Sorry. <laughs> oh, 
my god <laughs> so do you think this is the last gasp of dealing with covid related issues in the world like covid's still going to be here but do you think it's the last gasp of the shutdowns and the masks and all and all the testing and everything does it feel like that to you because it doesn't feel like that to me in a way it kind of does because i feel like they're because now everyone's like oh you know this omicron variant it's not that bad actually yeah Um, except for you're missing school work uh and in hospitals but yeah whatever but yeah i guess they're not as much in the hospitals maybe i don't know I think people you are just know, acting like it's over and it's really not. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like when you see um like when you're walking down the street and you see like a Salvation Army panhandler guy and you're just like if I just don't make eye contact they mm. they don't exist. Mm. Same same with this uh, Omarion. I agree. You just keep walking. Nothing nothing's going to happen to us at least just keep on walking. Walk on by. Um they talked about January birthdays, and this is something I can relate to because not as harshly as hashtag Al, because his birthday is on January 6th, which which is now a one-two punch because <laughs> January 6th. But, uh, but coming out of Christmas, like for me, I never had that feeling that my birthday was close to Christmas as a kid because maybe it was, you know, 20 days later. So it didn't feel – I didn't feel like I got a ripoff. I definitely feel ripped off in a different way. Sometimes because January, I've said it before, people are on a diet, poor, and not drinking. So that doesn't add up to a fun birthday. But I do. I I like having a January birthday, but I don't know anything else. And I know we haven't figured out when Jeff's birthday is, but there was one day that he said January 2nd was his birthday. There was one time he said that. But then later he said he was a Libra. Actually, on the website it said he's a Libra. So I don't know. So I was waiting to have like a, him say like, because he piped up right away. Oh, did you ever get, pa- you know, paired up with a Christmas, you know, birthday combo? I'm like, aha, sounds like familiar to you, Jeff. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to figure it out. <laughs> Maybe he's like, we're going to find out when he dies that he was like a Soviet spy and he had like mm. three different birthdays because he had all these identities. I could, could see it be that. that. I could see that. It could be that. Okay. So it's the most plausible of uh, all the theories about him. I think. I mean, that is true. That is very true. They talked a little bit about wedding gift etiquette. Now, I have to say, this whole thing that you have a year to give a wedding gift. I don't know who made this up, and that's fine, I guess. But why not just bring a gift to the wedding? You know, you're going. And how hard is it to just bring a card with some money in it or a check or go onto a... They make registry so easy now that you just like beep oh beep oh beep done. I don't really understand not giving a gift on the day, but what do you think about rolling a birth... What do you think about rolling a wedding gift, baby shower gift into one? Now, is that just like a birthday Christmas combo? Yeah, that's not right. I think, yeah, the reason the registry was invented was to make it super easy for the people to to gift them, you know, silverware that they're never going to use. I have Allison to say, fucked uh, up. that's pretty, pretty messed up. Uh, and then goes to her birthday four hours late. <laughs> Etiquette here is uh, not stellar, but... Um, 
I do have to say, people do put stupid shit on your registry, but also when you're there, you're just like, it's like a gun. You're like, this is fun. Hey, no, no. Did you want to be on the show? No, no. Hey. You want to be on the show? No? Okay. Um, anyway, sorry. I do like the idea of the uh, just money for a, a honeymoon type yes, thing. Yes, that is so great. I wish that would have been something that I had thought of, or I did. Y- yeah, they have those just little accounts where it's just money towards a honeymoon or money towards a whatever they're putting together. For the most part, I think I've used every single thing I got on my registry. I did get a lot of crate and barrel glasses, but we used to have a lot of parties. So I, w- I love to have the right glass for every drink. And I thought that that was very important <laughs> and special. Um, I have yet to use my Irish coffee mugs, but you know, the week is young. So, Oh, see, he did want to be on. Did you hear him? Yes. Oh. <laughs> uh, the one thing I did do that we thought was funny is to put something on there that was sort of a joke to see who would get it for us. <laughs> and that was a teabag squeezer. <laughs> <laughs> because we're children. Mm-hmm. Um, anything else from Thursday before we do JMOs? No. Okay. I think we had only one JMO. That was from Sarah Marshall. It's very specific, but uh, but also she turned it into more of a uh, less specific one. Uh, she drives over the Fremont Bridge, which is in Portland, and she has a game that she plays that when she's at the top, she stops uh, putting giving it gas and coasts down to a speed to make it through like the first light or the you know whatever. So it's like little games you play when you're driving, and I'm wondering. You're a driver for a living. Now, do you do this in your regular life or job life? Yeah, I do it all the time at work. I close my eyes <laughs> and I just see if I'm going to make it through the intersection. Uh, no, I do think s- this was like a JMO or something similar. But um, yeah, like I used to when I used to drive a car that was stick. If you go down a hill, you put it in neutral just to or you put the clutch in or whatever just to it's like, oh, I'm saving gas, you know. But not anymore. I think if she really wanted to do it right, she would have to pop her car into neutral. Right. Uh, I definitely... Shit. I definitely did that kind of stuff when I drove a stick. Or in my... Well, in my old car, sometimes I just had to because like my brakes would go out. So I'm like, well, <laughs> let's play this fun game of learning how to slow down enough in time to... Who knows what? Um yeah, I don't think I play tricks now anymore. It's not, I, I don't know, not really, but oh, it's fun. I, I just reminded myself also back in the day when I was like much, much younger, um, when I would come home, uh, my car was a stick shift and I would like make the U-turn at the end of the block and then line up with like my, where I park mm-hmm. and then just try to coast and stop exactly in the spot. I never made it, <sighs> but... It was okay. You just reminded me of one that I did do when when I drove stick, and that was I'd be coming up to a stoplight, and I would put it in neutral, right, and and I would go into the lane next to the lane that was going to go straight. Like I would go into the turn lane, and as soon and I'll try to time it so that when it turned green, I would like juke that person (laughs) and put it into first and just like floor it. So cut. So you're so like cut over from like the right hand turn lane into like the straight lane. 
So basically, you're doing what Greg Heller hates. Yes. You're curb snaking. Yes. But be- wow. when you have a when you drive a stick, like it's fun. You're like a, you're like a race car driver. It's tactical. It's not dangerous. It's been years. It, I I think it's been many he, years. He's upset by it because it's jerky yes. to cut the line. Yes, I agree. I want to do it like I'm not gonna make anybody slow down or like cause traffic. I'm trying to time it so that it like it's fucking cool. <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure the person that was uh first in line thinks it's oh yeah real cool. well the pr- people in the car would always be like shit what'd you just do <laughs> <laughs> like i'm i'm a rock star is what i just did no i'm just kidding no i i only did that a few times but it was fun uh but yeah that was uh, that's a good jmo that's wh- everybody at home i'd like to know if if you do tricks uh to play games with uh driving you know, to make it more fun, less monotonous. All right, let's do a, a late in the game, unworthy. This is to make it so that Todd will have to listen to the entire show to hear the segment about his show. <laughs> this is LK and Dr. J. Cool. Yeah, we'll stay and hang around with you. With Dr. J and LK. Hello and welcome to Unworthy with Dr. J and LK. Oh, oh darn Hello. it! I almost did it without you. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Hi, Dr. Hello. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay. This week we're going to be covering uh, episode twelve: Becoming Your Parents, Sarcasm and Intelligence, Gestures Women Love. Okay, so uh, they were talking about becoming your parents and saying that um, for women, you start turning into your parents, or I guess your mom, well, they just said your parents, at age 33, and a man starts turning into their parents at age 34, or is it a man turns into his dad? Um, I forget which one, but I am long gone. Yeah. (laughs) You're long gone. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, but I don't think that I became either of my parents, really, because I'm so different from them. But I have been told, like, embarrassing things like, you run just like your mom. And I'm like, ew, like, that's weird. Like, <laughs> You run just like your mom. What? <laughs> yeah. And this was like, so I used to work in the same office building as my mom, like, for the same company, but in different departments. And, um... So, like, a few people knew both of us, and someone saw me, like, running from my car to the building, and she was like, you run just like your mom. <laughs> I, like, I don't know, like, a human being, like, I'm trying to figure out, like, <laughs> is there, like, a specific, I don't know, that that's just such a weird, okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Like, do you both, like, scurry to the car? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> I don't know, but I think I always do, like, an almost, like, almost like a sarcastic run of, like, I'm running, but I'm not really running, running. I don't know. But I, I definitely especially do it if someone drops me off at home and I'm running, like, I'll run from their car to my door. Or if someone's picking me up, I'll run from my door to their car. This is the same thing when you just said, I just ran up the stairs and now I'm out of breath and I don't know why I ran up the stairs. I just ran up the stairs. 
it's okay if people wait for you. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> I'm just oh always God. running. So you are scurrying. <laughs> <laughs> you you oh are um, a squirrel. Um, it's true, yeah. That's funny. Uh, and do again, you do anything that's like your parents yet? I mean, um, it's so hard. I think I'm like too close to the mirror to really see. Like, you know, like you're just right there. Maybe if I ask somebody else, like, how am I like my mom? But I don't think so. I'm just different than my mom I think of course I have the same characteristics that my mom does in ways because that person raised me you know like yeah they raised me to do things in certain ways and that's the way I know how to do it uh-huh um, like I think I write like my mom but that's because my mom showed me how to write so like of course my penmanship looks similar mm-hmm. um I don't know in some ways I hope I'm like my mom and in other ways <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> I hope I'm not as annoying to my kids as I found my mom to me but I think that's like all all kids right like of course you're gonna annoy your kids as a parent that's what you do yeah uh, I don't unfortunately. you know like, yeah like you don't want to be <laughs> nagging but you got it now. <laughs> yeah uh, it's no, necessary <laughs> I, I don't know I think I'm like my mom in ways I hope to be like her I, I'm, not, I'm not sure yeah. that's nice well, I run like my mom, so. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, next time I see you, I'm going to have to, like, have you and your mom run or something. <laughs> yeah, like, just tell her something, like, real fast, like, oh, can you grab that for me? And she'll probably do it real fast, and then you can see. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, they mentioned they mentioned this free-range child um, phrase, and I don't remember exactly what that was in reference to but Todd said he was someplace and a kid was running like they were going to run into the street and it was a cul-de-sac and it was like a party and that he like ran like he should grab the kid and like a little kid and the mom was like oh that's a my child is a free-range child um and my I had just a thought on that is that people who live on cul-de-sacs don't really treat it like a street that's true that's because true. I have a friend who her daughter will like ride the bike around in the street and like the first time I was or no it was my my nephew because my my brother and his wife live in a cul-de-sac too and like the kid went to ride right into the street out of the driveway and I was like whoa whoa and like then I found they don't do that there so I think this is a cul-de-sac thing and not a yeah I don't know but it freaks me out because I I feel like if my kids didn't know how to treat that like a street, they might think all streets are like that. I grew up in a cul-de-sac and definitely that's where you play, you play in the street. <laughs> like you play, <laughs> like you play football in the street, you ride your bike in the street, you yeah, yeah, I you didn't look left and right. I can't you know, of course I lived in the cul-de-sac, but then you know, only part of your house is in the cul-de-sac, and the other part you have to cross the street. And there, you definitely look left and right. So yeah, mm-hmm. I think they just treat it like a yeah, yeah. Oh, and they were talking about that commercial where uh, you're turning into your parents. I'm sorry, I'm going back a subject. I'm not going. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Allison really liked that show Love on Netflix, and one of the people in those. Um, insurance commercials where they're becoming their parents um is from love i can't remember it's like chris 
Wetaska or something like that. And um, I think those commercials are so funny. And I blue, and that's where I see the commercials. And yeah, have you seen them? No, I don't think I watch anything. Even when I'm when I'm watching commercials, it's like this ad will you can skip this ad in five seconds, and I always skip it. So yeah. I don't think that it runs on the kind of platforms that I watch, but they sounded like really funny commercials. Yeah. Yeah. I dig them. Um, Oh, and they said that sarcasm is a sign of intelligence. I feel like they said in teens, um, but Mm -hmm. they were kind of saying it in general that being able to be sarcastic is a sign of intelligence. I and they mentioned that uh, there was a book written in um, University of Calgary canada trying to teach kids about sarcasm yes uh i looked at the book but also when they say it's a sign of intelligence i want to know what kind of intelligence they're talking about i think they're just speaking about like social intelligence right like i know that somebody's (laughs) i thought it was funny how i don't have all the wording that they use but basically this researcher did their you know their whole job and they, they said that because in order to be sarcastic, you have your mind has to jump through all these hoops to get to a point where it can make a joke about language and not take it so literal. And then it says, you know, these other people, these linguistics agreed with her. I'm like, okay, <laughs> wow, okay. Um, it is a nuance of language to be able to understand sarcasm because then you have to get what they're talking about literally and then apl- see how it applies in a funny way. But there was a book called Sydney Gets uh, Sarcastic, and it was written by uh, a PhD person. And it says, you know, it's it's a type of language used to like joke or tease, and it's important in making friends and getting along with others. Uh, oh. So they're just trying to like show why it could be challenging, and this book can help start that conversation with kids who may not get it. And I think this is more for kids who are artistic, who may not get language, who may just have learning delays that kind of thing mm-hmm. uh yeah. and again intelligent I think it's socially intelligent and then help them kind of get by in life because we all have those people in our lives that don't get sarcasm or people yeah. you work with who you just say something and they just don't get it it doesn't mean they're mm-hmm. like dumb it just means they just don't get that part of language mm-hmm. but the book is pretty funny and it's yeah it, it's interesting it's a quote-unquote book it's online if you google Sydney gets sarcastic they put it um Calgary put it on uh online so you can kind of read through the black and white of it all what was your thoughts on it um I don't know I guess I guess I'm like well that's cool because my kids are kind of sarcastic so okay (laughs) oh yeah I got in trouble growing up being so sarcastic and and uh, sassy mouthed as you as you would say but uh, <laughs> yeah I think it's hilarious and I don't care if my kids are sarcastic I don't take it personally I just I, I find it funny but uh, mm-hmm. I don't know talk to me in 10 years when they're older and, <laughs> and yeah <have> say. <laughs> so Allison's week was a 2.75 she said she has like just general like January malaise and like what's the point and COVID and uh and 
she said she's not a better person she's like a dog chewing at its fur and so I I feel sad for her and I also understand where she's coming from uh so any any thoughts on that um this is probably where I was preoccupied oh uh falling asleep during a nap that I was not trying to take (laughs) 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 but I did hear her part um I I didn't hear his part but I get it you know we had a exposure in the classroom that we just found out about yesterday and you know it's just so funny how it's being treated now than before. Like now it's like, yeah. okay, and now we're going to do these steps and okay, let's take, you know, we're all vaccinated because we can be, and, you know, let's just take the the test. If the test is negative, you just go about your daily life. Like, yeah, there would have been a major freak back, freak out and things would have been closed down before. Whereas now it's like, okay. And now the protocols are different, but you're like, are the yeah. protocols really, should they really be different? Or it's just, it's, it's a head spin and it's just like okay everyone's just like trying to survive basically yeah 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 uh and i i definitely have trouble like listening to any covid talk on podcasts and stuff because it just it just takes me there (laughs) i mean i've had a problem with it since the beginning because i didn't want because no one knew anything enough about it and all it was was just freaking out and now like it's just yeah it's something at I the same talk- time yeah. she should feel free to say how she oh, actually yeah. feels and I appreciate that but I just like it always makes me zone out and just go oh I can't right now <laughs> oh yeah absolutely anyone can share what they want it's just I just turn my brain off that way so yeah yeah um and Todd's week was a three and he took uh he took his kid to Big Bear there was the kids for his son's first trip uh to see snow and so he got to go sledding and playing in the snow. And then he said, his kids said, um, I wish it would snow every day. And he said, I wish it snowed forever. And he said, like, how, like, just how neat that is when you think, like, this is the best and I want it all the time. And uh, he said, like, how do you appreciate these moments as a parent, like, as they're happening? And he, he said, you need to feel gratitude. Um, and he was like, even though I was wearing boat shoes, uh, <laughs> which apparently is bad in the snow. <laughs> yeah, I don't get the whole boat shoes in the snow thing. Yeah. Yeah. But that is, that's one of the joys of having kids is experiencing the world through their eyes and you know, their mm-hmm. interpretation of everything. And the way they see it and you try not to like shape that too much because you just want them to have like a fresh experience of it and to see what they say and you know I think that's you know writing things down in your notes app about what they say or recording a podcast yes so they're out there or taking a picture of it or or a small video you know a lot of times like people like they always have their phones out taking pictures it's just like you I wish I would have had a lot of moments growing up when I was a kid, more pictures being taken so that I could remember things, you know? Um, but yeah, those, those moments are, are really nice. Yeah. Um, oh, do you want to rate your week between one and five? I mean, I will. Uh, it's, it's between <laughs> one and five right now. I'm thinking like, is it between one and three? These systems just every time I have a gripe with these. <laughs> um, let's see. 
Uh, yeah, I think it was like a three, a good three. Not too bad. Not nothing horrible. Knock on wood. Oh my gosh. Knock on like wood, like wood, wood, you know? Um, yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I think just normal routine stuff and I'm glad that is there and, and I'm happy to be vaccinated and healthy and yeah. What about you? Um, I'm going to go 3.5. Cause like nothing great happened, nothing terrible happened. I made it through my, you know, like first full week of work and I made it so I can do it again. Congratulations <laughs> on that. That's tough. That those first couple of weeks of, I was going to say of school, <laughs> of work. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Congratulations yeah. on that. Thank you. Um, oh, and then the last thing was, um, I forget the headline of it, um, gestures that women want from their partner. Um, and Allison kind of summed it up and said they want um, they want them to be a little bit kinder, more attentive and understanding. And so some of the examples that they had were um, that they would like head scratches, which for <laughs> me, head scratches would be a no, but maybe like play with my hair would be a yes. Um, the kinder and more attentive, isn't that just what everybody wants in this world? Like, I don't know. Yeah, I, th I think so too. I'm like, duh. <laughs> uh, um, they want the, the phone put away during quality time. How do you feel about these? Head scratches. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, the way you say head scratches, it just, I could feel the, the word scratch. Like I could just feel yeah. it. Um, it's fine. Like, okay. But has everything else been done first? Has <laughs> exactly. fine. like, are we just sitting there? Of course that's nice. But like, I don't know. It seems unrealistic. Yeah. Like, so in this magic world, like the dishes are done, the kids are in bed and you know, you don't have any crap you have to do and you can actually feel relaxed. Yeah, I guess, <laughs> but I just, you know, let's just focus on the essentials and then beyond that, sure, you have time to cuddle on the couch, let's do that, but I don't think it's, it's not, I don't know, it's nice, it's bonuses, like those bonuses are nice, of course, but mm -hmm. in my everyday life, as long as I feel heard and like validated, just that's fine, that's enough, like, yeah, it's not, yeah, it's not crucial, but it's nice, but isn't that, I don't know, these whole lists, like what's the purpose of them to be able to, to do, do something or make somebody happy, then just talk with them and ask them, what's going to make you happy? What can I do to help you? Yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't scratch my head before you do the dishes. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, and Allison said that uh, Daniel's mom was in town and they were wanting, she and Daniel were wanting to like go out for dinner and then mm -hmm she got a text from Daniel saying, do you still want to go to dinner? I would love to go out with you. Aww. And she said like, that made her feel like, so good. and that is like, that's so nice. So Daniel's, Daniel's good. Yeah. That's really sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's all I got. What, whatever you guys, what I got. So <laughs> we'll see. You all next right. Week. Okay. Bye everybody. Bye. 
love you guys. Okay, Dr. J, you're amazing. I didn't even say the full intro, but you know, you know who it is. That's all that matters. Anything else before we shut it down? I think that's it. Awesome. Look at us, 45 minutes. Okay. Uh, BFFs, if you'd like to be on the show, email bffancast at gmail.com. Follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at bffancast. Where can we find you, Lil Rafi? You can find me at bffancast. <laughs> you can find me in the hills of orange watching the sunset tonight. BFFs, you truly are the fucking best. Thank you and good night.
Should I really take you home? 